This episode is sponsored by the ALW Communications Agency. Visit www.alwagency.com for all your communications needs. This is The Dreamers Podcast, episode 109 with Christiana Hurt. Today is February 14, 2023. Understanding that you can be your own lifeline. You don't have to just call for help. You can dig yourself out of the hole that you put in. And when you make your bed and lie in it, it's a lot of people feel bad or they're embarrassed by it where your mistakes can be. I always tell people my last L made me my first M. The lessons and the losses I took made me millions of dollars in the long term of things. One of the biggest things I just learned is just rolling with the punches and remembering you can always get yourself out. There's an abundance of money. You can always make more. Even if you blew it or spent it or lost it, you can always make it again. Hello, world. Welcome to the Dreamers Podcast. I am Annie's Wealth. I'm a financial coach and an author. I self-published my first book, Dream of Legacy, a guide to help dreamers reach financial independence and build generational wealth. In this podcast, I'll have conversations with experts and thought leaders who dare to follow their dreams. You'll hear about their journey and their money stories. I hope it inspires you, dreamers out there, to live life on your own terms. Come on, dreamers. Let's change the world. This podcast is brought to you by Dream of Legacy. Check out dreamoflegacy.com for resources, to assist you on your journey to financial independence. Before we get into today's episode, please take a couple minutes to go into Apple Podcasts if you're listening from an Apple device to rate and review the podcast. If you appreciate the free resources that are provided in this podcast, then the best way to let me know is to do just that. Reviews help the podcast be more visible and it helps other dreamers discover the podcast. So thank you. I appreciate you. And now let's get back to today's episode. Today, we are talking about how to make millions of dollars through e-commerce with Christiana Hurt. Christiana Hurt is a millennial seven-figure earner who at 19 years old ended up in a bad relationship. She's a survivor of domestic violence, and she ended up just being financially responsible for herself, as well as the person that she was dating at that time. And in the process of that, she basically was about to be evicted and she needed to come up with a way to come up with the rent fast. So she started her journey in e-commerce and in a short period of time was able to make six figures and then seven figures. Now, Christiana, who is the founder of Wealthy College Kids, is also a travel and fashion influencer. She has had over 50,000 students enrolled in her digital courses and was inducted in the Forbes Next 1000 class. Here is Christiana Hurt. Christiana Hurt, welcome to the Dreamers Podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. For the Dreamers who might not be familiar with you yet, do you mind sharing a little bit about you and what you do? Yes, my name is Christiana Hur. I'm the owner and founder of Wealthy College Kid, one of the leading platforms for e-commerce education online, teaching people what to sell, where to sell, and exactly how much to sell it for, and simplifying online selling. As well as I own a children's clothing brand that is newborn to five, as well as I'm the face of the eight-figure brand 
the Boss Palace, where we actually sell vendors lists and teach people how to start their own business with a vendors list. When you say you teach people what to sell and exactly how to sell, do people need to carry an inventory or do you teach them how to drop ship? So we teach both 3PL, which means it goes from supplier to a fulfillment center or a warehouse to the consumer, as well as drop shipping, as well as retail arbitration, which is thrifting in your local area and getting free items and going directly to the consumer. We're able to help people of all walks of life, no matter what background, education, or experience that they may have. They're able to start seeing sales and start putting themselves in a better position financially. Got it. Thanks for clarifying that. I always like to go back. Can you tell me about your upbringing? Where did you grow up? And any early money memory that you may have? I grew up in Orlando, Florida, born and raised. I grew up really well. My dad buys and sells private jets and does the refurbishing of private aircrafts. I had a really great childhood. My strife didn't really come until I chose to move out on my own decision with a boy that was around five years older than me. My first memory of, let's say, money is really getting that reality check of going from a home where everything is taken care of for me, then moving into a home where everything was on me. And it was kind of a culture shock for real. And pride got the best of me. Of course, I could have went back home, especially being a female. It's easier for girls to go back home. But I felt like I needed to stand 10 toes down on the mistakes that I had made because I had no business moving out looking back. But I stood 10 toes down and it became the best decision I ever made in my life because I was able to catapult myself to a six-figure income very quickly to then two years later, seven-figure income. Tell me, how did you end up in that situation? Like many young girls, believing somebody that I should move out with them and put the lease in my name and not his. Like many girls, you're trusting of other people, especially if you haven't been through anything and I hadn't at the time. That was my first traumatizing experience in a sense of seeing that somebody won't always do for you the way that you would do for them. Now I'm understanding it better. So it seems that you trusted someone who wasn't to be trusted and manipulated you into putting the lease under your name so that if anything were to happen, it would then mess up your credit and everything else. Mm -hmm. Correct. And I later did get evicted, but by that time, I was financially in a position to handle it. Can you tell me about maybe some of the lessons that you learned from that experience? Never put anything in your name, not even a to-go order. Number one, (laughs) I will not even put a to-go order in my name. And understanding that you can be your own lifeline. You don't have to just call for help. You can dig yourself out of the hole that you put in. And when you make your bed and lie in it, it's a lot of people feel bad or they're embarrassed by it where your mistakes can be. I always tell people my last L made me my first M. The lessons and the losses I took made me millions of dollars in the long term of things. One of the biggest things I just learned is just rolling with the punches and remembering you can always get yourself out. There's an abundance of money. You can always make more. Even if you blew it or spent it or lost it, you can always make it again. You're a seven-figure earner now, but I would love to for you to tell me more about how bad things got financially during that time. How far did you have to go? Oh, I moved out April 5th, 2016. It was one month free and I had till June 3rd to figure out how I was going to pay $3,000. I started selling other people's products and I was able to make the rent money June 2nd, but obviously it was still broke because I just had just paid the rent. Then I started selling fishing poles online. I was making five to $10,000. So then I went and got a credit card for $5,000 took that credit card, maxed it out on Facebook advertising, 
And by the grace of God, the videos started to go viral with the advertisements and I made around $89,000 in three weeks. From there, I always tell people I'm an anomaly. Nothing ever happens like that. I feel my first six figures was truly luck of the draw and just prayers because I was trying my best. I was just giving it 110% hoping and praying that something I was selling was gonna make me enough to get out of the situation. Now with that income, some of the drawbacks was obviously domestic violence, obviously fighting of funds, fighting in the home. It was just a lot. And at the time, I didn't know that you could break a lease or you could get out of those situations. I thought it was tied to that apartment when I wasn't. When I finally did realize I could just leave, he made the decision to flood it. He flooded our unit and all the units below us had to move out, which caused an eviction by default, as well as around $18,000 worth of damage after renter's insurance. The insurance covered that even though it was done. I had renter's insurance, but I still had to pay 18000 And then the people below us have renter's insurance. That's how it came to be about with the eviction. That's just the way that it went. And obviously the police were called. So it wasn't all on me. They still had sympathy for me that people in the building knew of the situation. And I looked really beat up. Unfortunately, it wasn't like he said, she said. It was very adamant that I was trying to get out the situation. I just did not know how at 21 years old. Those were some of the hardships I did face after the eviction, you know, picking myself back up and rebuilding. And by this time, it's 2017. I'm just now starting and creating Wealthy College Kid. Before I was just strictly selling on Shopify and building out e-commerce brands to now an e-commerce education platform with digital products where I'm seeing much bigger profit margins as well as a lot more consistent income because I'm not using advertisements to fund customer base was able to dig myself out and just keep repeating. My videos are now going viral on Facebook to now I have a large amount of not only enrollees and students, but followers on Facebook and doing Facebook lives, having thousands of viewers and hundreds of comments of people that are supporting learning how to sell online. You said earlier that you took a big risk, right? It worked out for you, but it's not that type of level of risk is not necessarily going to work out for everyone. I'm curious to hear What were you doing prior? Did you have experience? No, I went to school for communication and conflict. I was a full-time night nanny for newborns and infants. I didn't have any prior experience at all. And advice I would just give to people that are looking to have similar results or any type of income is why I created Wealthy College Kids so that people could enroll to earn because I noticed that there was a gap in the market of nothing that people can't take a large risk of thousands of dollars. They need to start out small and get themselves back on their feet. What made you go towards e-commerce? One of his friends was sleeping on the couch, did it. And they told me that I should try. Luck of the draw. Oh, wow. Okay. Today, obviously you're doing very well. What are some of the key changes that you made in order to 10x your income? And how can the dreamers do just that? Consistency, getting up every single day, giving 110% every single day, posting no matter what, every single day, responding to people and being accessible in the beginning so that people can build that bond and that trust with you, as well as picking what you're going to do and sticking to it. A lot of people struggle with purpose or what vehicle to take. You need to pick one vehicle that you are going to stick with from day one at $0 to $10 million because there's so many different things that can make you a million dollars. You just have to find the one that works best for you. For any dreamer that's listening and that's interested in getting to e-commerce, how do they get started? 
You can always get started. I have a 100% free class I do every single Wednesday at 9 p.m. I go live Monday through Friday educating people. I post a YouTube video on Wealthy College Kid about e-commerce seven days a week since the first. Like, There's tons of free information out there so you can educate yourself on the business model of selling online to what you should be selling online during what trend, what month, and put yourself in the position to start doing so by just posting that first product. You said that you invested a lot of money in ads early on, right? For anyone who might be listening to this and are intrigued, what startup capital do you realistically need to be able to make any money in e-commerce? I started off with Shopify, which obviously needed money for advertising, but I actually teach in my free classes to start selling on eBay where you don't have to pay for a website and you don't need any inventory or advertising budget. You can start with $0. You won't make thousands of dollars the way that I did very quickly, but you can make an extra two, $300 a day, even maybe a week. When you say start on eBay without carrying inventory, can you tell me more about how that process works? Yes. So you would actually select a product on, let's say, Walmart or Amazon. You would upcharge it 10 to $25 and you would sell it on eBay using a rewritten description, photos, as well as title. And that's how you would sell it. And you would just ship it from Walmart. Interesting. What are some of the tools that we need to get started? You just need, obviously, access to Wi-Fi, a phone, an iPad, a computer, and just a reading level above a third grade education. And you definitely can make consistent income online. And is that something that people can do on the side? So it can be done on the side to pay for a big expense. It could be done working full time, 40 hours a week and making a side income of $1,000, $2,000. Or it could be done full time making six, seven figures. You said you could start without inventory. You could start with inventory. Can you tell me maybe about, I don't know if one is better than the other. The only difference is the person starting either has the funds for inventory or they don't. If you have funds, by all means, you should get inventory. But if you are in a hard place financially during this recession, you have to start without. If you can afford to buy inventory, I guess the reasoning here would be the cost would be lower. The cost would be lower and you could sell a lot more, a lot faster. What are some items that do very well when it comes to e-commerce? Toasters, weight fitness equipment, ceiling fans, dog beds, everyday items do extremely well. If you're building your own e-commerce brand, anything that is consumable and runs out, this could be cleaning supplies, this could be skincare, this could be suppositories, candles, because those are all things that run out that the person has to repurchase. That's very interesting. (laughs) I want to hear more about how you're using your income right now to build more wealth for the future. Right now, I'm investing in Section 8. I buy turnkey properties below $80,000 and we place Section 8 applicants in them. And the government pays majority of the rent and they pay with their Section 8 voucher. Real estate is busy right now. What are some of the things that you have learned about wealth over the past five years? Definitely always save money for taxes, get a great accountant, a great bookkeeper, and plan for the worst. Every day won't be sunshine and every day won't rain. Just be prepared for that, manage your money, and stay consistent. That being said, is there anything that surprised you? I know you said you grew up in a family where you had, and then you had your challenges in terms of finances for a few years. But looking back at the two different scenarios that you have gone through in your life, I want to know if there's anything that a light bulb went off. The biggest thing is just understanding bookkeeping and paying my taxes. That was the biggest wake up call, just making sure I manage my books and manage my money correctly. 
Did you always know that you were going to make millions of dollars? Yeah, I just didn't know how. For anyone listening who might be struggling with figuring out how, what advice do you have for them? Get started. The worst case scenario is where you're sitting right now. So just give it a shot and try your best. Trying may pay off. It paid off for me. Can you tell me about actionable things that people can do to start making money online? Yes. So you can start by just selling a toaster that you source from Walmart or Amazon, posting it on eBay, posting it on Facebook Marketplace, charging $10, $25 more and consistently doing that every day. Tell me more about Wealthy College Kids and what it stands for. Wealthy College Kids stands for being able to enroll and earn, being able to learn a skill set that actually pays for the tuition that you're investing in and putting yourself in a position to not be the typical stereotype of being broke when you're learning something. You always hear students being poor or broke or in debt. We wanted to change that stigma and understand that education doesn't always have to be a death sentence of income. Are most of your students in school? No, No. most are 35 and up. Tell me more about Just Kidding. Just Kidding Kids is a brand that I founded on the fact that I had a miscarriage in 2018. I ended up getting a cesarean section at 18 weeks. And obviously my son did not make it because under 22 weeks, a child cannot survive outside of the womb. To try to lighten and build on top of that loss and fill myself with love, I started to build a brand called Just Kidding Kids where we sell newborn to five years old streetwear for children. Well, I'm sorry to hear about your loss. No, thank you. Tell me about how that has helped you with your healing process. Because I'm able to work closely with children, help other people. And we do a lot of great things such as creating collaborations for rainbow babies. So many people do have that rainbow baby moment. We just want to just impact others and build on love. Christiana, I always like to end the interview with a round of rapid fire questions. Tell me about a book that changed your perspective on life. A book that changed my perspective on right. Who? Who's the author? I have no idea. I can look it up. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. What's one life lesson you learned the hard way? Moving out with a boy. That was probably the hardest lesson to ever learn. And it's by a guy named Carl Hansen. Thank you. What's one thing about money you wish you could tell your younger self? Invested in yourself, not other people. I'm sorry. It's rapid fire, but can you expand on that? Yes. Don't invest in other people's dreams, only invest in myself. So building out e-commerce brands with other people or taking on partners, don't do it. Just do it yourself. What's the best investment in yourself you've made so far? Honestly, just my well-being and travel, my happiness and experiences. Filling the blank in three words or less. Money to me is? Freedom and options. What do you want your legacy to be? A reflection of my younger self. Christiana, thank you so much for being a guest on the show. Please tell the dreamers where they can find you. You guys can find me on Instagram, Christiana Her, or anywhere online as Wealthy College Kid. And I can't wait to see you at the top. The bottom's too crowded. <laughs> Love it. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. All right. That's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If so, if you're watching on YouTube, please take a minute to like, comment, and also most importantly, follow the show. All right. Hit subscribe. If you are listening on Apple podcast or any Apple device, please make sure to follow the show if you're not doing that already. And if you haven't left a review, I would definitely appreciate it. If you enjoy the value provided on this show, please leave a review. Each review goes a very long way. And I read each and every one of them. That's it for today's episode. I will see you back here next week for another episode of the Dreamers podcast. Until then, dream on dreamers. Bye.
Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Dreamers Podcast. You can find the episode show notes and all of the links mentioned at dreamoflegacy.com. If you liked today's episode, here's what you can do to support me and help more dreamers discover the podcast. Follow the podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Rate and review the podcast to help the podcast gain more visibility. Share the podcast with your family, friends, and coworkers. And if you really enjoyed today's episode, please take a second to tag me at thedreamers.podcast on Instagram and let me know what you liked about today's episode. All right, dreamers, that's it for today. I will see you back here next week for another episode of The Dreamers Podcast. Okay, dreamers. This podcast is for general information purposes only. It is not intended to provide any tax, legal, financial planning, insurance, accounting, investment, or any other kind of professional advice or services. Please consult with an appropriate tax, financial, or legal professional to receive appropriate advice based on your situation. Sunday, skincare day is one of the ways I keep my sanity in these crazy times. Jumino is an all-natural, black-owned skincare brand, carefully handcrafted by parents who could not find the proper care solutions to address their family skin problems. All Jumino products are made of organic and high-quality ingredients meticulously chosen to give your skin the smooth results and the glow it deserves.